You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Do you want to roll a few minutes early? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're all here. Might as well. Because I just hit play. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. Uh, and it is time for Happy Hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour. Whiskey, cigar, spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm Matt Fox. And we <laughs> are going uh, going global today, Matt. A little bit. We're, we're, we we're, are. we're hopping over the pond. And uh, when things are good, when things are, things are great, mm-hmm. uh, you, you say you're living in the land of... Milk and honey. That is it. That is right. So we're going to be living a great life today because we get to try some whiskey mm-hmm. from Tel Aviv. Wow, we are going international. Today. It is. I'm telling you, it is. Uh, I'm really, I'm really, really excited uh, about this this opportunity. We have our our little. We have our samples. We got we got samples. It's <laughs> uh, usually usually giving samples not quite as fun, right? Uh, but today uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun, and we got the guys. We got mad scientists, and <laughs> we have the brains behind the operation uh, with us yes, in the man cave. Today. Yes, Tal and Tomer uh, yeah. from Milk honey distillery in tel aviv guys welcome to the man cave thank you very much very much you are so welcome so you know what it, it's we're still in coffee mode you yeah, know you know yeah, yeah. when you listen to a podcast you know you listen to any time of the day but right now i'm still in coffee mode. sure you guys you guys are in beer mode <laughs> yeah. yeah we had a we had a <laughs> we had to juggle a little bit because there's a seven hour time difference. Right. So, right. And we haven't uh, we haven't talked to anybody quite this far away because um, there is a, when you're talking online, you know, you see on the TV and the news and right, stuff, right. the delay. Um, so when we're talking to people, you know, around here, there's not that much of a delay, but there's a little bit more of a delay when we're, we're talking this far away. Right. But right. Uh, we're just glad you guys found the time uh, to hang out with us. Uh, Tal. Um, there's a question. Tomer is going to come at you next, but uh, Tal, uh, tell me about your childhood. <laughs> my childhood, yeah. Um, my high school is just next to the beach, so just uh, you understand where I've been. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think uh, I think this just summarizes my my high school, my, That's my childhood. I like it. Living at the yeah. living at the beach there. Yeah. Um, so Tomer, how about you? Because you are you are the the distiller and, and the blender. Um, what led you? You know, where where where'd you come from that that brought you into this world of, of distilling and blending? You're not going to ask me about my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Tell me about your childhood. What what brought you through your childhood? What influenced you in your childhood to to bring you into this world? Yes. Well, you, know what I'm in you know what is kibbutz? You know what kibbutz is? Kibbutz. Oh, the oh, no. your roots? Yeah. No, kibbutz is oh, where he, where he grew up and where he lived. It's a kind of a settlement that was actually originally socialist or something yes. like that. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Wow. <laughs> it's a small uh, village with not a lot of people. Um, okay, but. 
five distiller in the in the blender here. And what led me? Just love to alcohol at the beginning, but uh, at the end it was whiskey that uh, caught me, and uh, and I just uh, wanted to learn and to learn more and more. So then, Tal Tutmer, how how did the two of you come together and, and meet? Uh, to start and create this, uh, actually the very first distillery in Israel. You know, how, how did you guys come to meet? So for me, ever since I remember myself when my mother uh, was buying like two kilos of, of strawberries, she wasn't making jam like the rest of the mom, she was making liqueurs. So okay. I was always, always on the on the spot. Um, <laughs> I used to work for Diageo for a long time and then I... Uh, was a Johnny Walker brand ambassador and having to, to conduct whiskey tasting with the kilt at 40%, uh, 90% humidity and 40 degrees centigrade, like, wow. like today. And yeah. uh, so I think Tomer and I met, uh, I think it was a few years ago, but the, the, um, the one that established the whole thing, Mr. Gal Kalkstein, our owner, and, uh, and I think he Actually, he established uh, the distillery in 2012. I was there at the first meeting, and Tomar was there just just a second afterwards. And he just mm -hmm. like, I think, like Gal said, he he wanted a glass of milk, so he bought the whole cow. Um, right. You know, he, he liked whiskey, so he decided to be the pioneer and open uh, the first whiskey distillery in, in Israel. And of course, you know, we we were the guys that. Uh, Pour the whiskey to him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you guys actually kind of have a leg up. I was doing a little bit of research and some history uh, lessons here, but you guys have a little bit of a leg up when it comes to distilling bourbon and whiskey because of the 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 climate that you have in Israel and Tel Aviv. You know, how many days uh, is it sunny there? You know, because the climate's just amazing. How many days? Well, we have around three hundred. Days of sun. <laughs> <laughs> Only? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But even more, even when it's rain, it rains, it can rain for two hours, then it's going to be sunny for two hours. So it's not uh, right. really hot here. <laughs> Almost in the winter, it's 26, 20 degrees. So, so you know, the, the, the climate really has to do, the climate really affects the bourbon and the way it sits in the barrels and what have you. Um, does, the, does the climate there in Israel and Tel Aviv, does that, Kind of help the bourbon to mature a little bit quicker. Sorry, whiskey. Sorry, I'm still I'm still in coffee mode. So sorry. Uh, yeah, whiskey. Uh, whiskey. So does that help the uh, the maturation of the whiskey process a little bit then? Well, I wouldn't say that it helps. It speeds up the process, mm -hmm. but sometimes it uh, for the bad. Sometimes it for the good. You have to to study how to work with it. Hmm. Well, um, I think Israel is a is a small country, but we have around five climate zones in 450 kilometers. So actually, in the in the winter, you can ski and scuba dive in six hours drive in the same day. Um, I'll, I'll so ski from them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's crazy. We are located here in Tel Aviv. Uh, the beach is six minutes walk this way. Right, and this is all Jaffa here actually, and. Um, so, if you think about the map, this is uh, uh, zero Mediterranean, humid Mediterranean, and very humid and and, um, and hot. And then you go one hour up to Jerusalem, which is plus seven hundred and fifty meters above sea level. Oh, and wow. then one hour later on, you're in minus four hundred and 
38 meters below sea level. So oh. it's uh, it's crazy, and of course <laughs> the heat, the heat is uh, is too much sometimes. It's uh, we call today is the I think it's the 43rd of August for us because it didn't stop. So but it's a dry heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about the the whiskey itself a little bit. And uh, Tomer, when you go to uh, blend the the raw materials, where where are you getting your raw materials? Uh, are are they are they are they local? Where do you have to bring them in from? And then uh, what's unique? Well, the the most unique thing is the the climate that we just talked about, mm -hmm. and the, the work we are Israeli workers. But the raw materials right now, most of the barley that we are using is from uh, from mountains in England, and uh, the yeast are from Belgium, and the water, of course, from Tel Aviv. We don't have uh, our barley is not good enough for that. We have some batches. Uh, that we did from local barley, but it's it's a very hot country. So the barley uh, usually it's for animal feed here and not um, not in very high quality. But we are trying uh, with that too. Uh, actually, yeah, like Thomas said, we buy from Mantons. I think most of the distilleries today are buying from from the same company, even in Japan. And uh, and then from that from that on, it's our process. Oh wow. All right. So it's uh, so the your process. Um, how how big is your operation? How much how much juice are you guys making? <laughs> OK, so right now we are filling around 800, even more casts a year. OK, uh, that compared to Scotland, let's say it's uh, somewhere in the middle. Uh, okay. Not so small, but it's not from the bit, of course. And then. Uh, we have two steels. The wash steel is 9,000 liters. The spirit steel, second distillation is 3,500 liters. So it's not so small. Uh, we have uh, evaporation here. We're doing one uh, one ton of barley every every batch. So we're doing two tons a day. That means it's around 10 tons every week because we're not uh, working during the weekends. This is because uh, if you want to be kosher, you're not allowed to work on the weekends or in ah, Jewish holidays. Right. Um, and uh, it's, it's an added value for us. But we're not complaining. We're not complaining. Yeah. We're yeah. On the weekends anyway. So it's, a, it's enough for us to get up at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning for another Zoom with, uh, with Impex or with, uh, with America or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Josh, uh, he popped in. We're just going to say hi to him real quick because he was kind enough to to help us set all this up. Josh, hey, hey, Josh. thanks for uh, getting us yeah. coordinated here. We appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, it's my pleasure. We it's dove nice in. We Go dove ahead. in a little early. The guys were here and we were ready to go. So we just we started without you, Josh. <laughs> That's that's quite all right. I, I was happy to sit in the background and, and watch you guys talk. All right. So you can uh, you can fill in any blanks for us, Josh. We'll keep you. We'll keep you here. If we if we screw something up, you'll uh, you'll let us know. Uh, but we're excited to, to give these two different expressions a try. Josh, you were nice enough to send us over uh, a sample of the classic. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a sample of the uh, Element series, uh, finished, 
finished in the sherry cask. Yes. So, uh, Tal, uh, Tomer, when you guys are, are are getting casks to finish things in, how difficult is it to get? Because I know barrels are 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 quite the commodity. Um, how's your access to barrels? Where are you getting your barrels from, and where are you getting these ones to finish? Well, first, uh, I told you before that uh, there are bad things about uh, the climate, and mm -hmm. one thing is that we have to control everything, and everything is quicker. That means that bad cask will influence really quick, and uh, we must pay attention for, for the wood or for the cask. So, we must pick only good casks that we work with our uh, with our really good. Uh, about the the classic, the classic is uh, no, you asked about the finish. So this sherry is uh, finished in special kosher sherry casks. Mm. And, uh, it's, uh, we have our own in the uh, We had to, to produce our own sherry sherry cask because there are no sherry, kosher sherry. Uh, so we had to produce ourselves so we have uh, a seasoning project in south of spain correct nice okay so the, the south of spain but it's your own project that you're getting these casks to do for you that's pretty cool that is cool that, you know, yeah you kind of have to bring your own element into uh you're, you're, you're you gotta be really I don't know, a mad scientist you have to be able to be a little creative yeah. when it comes to creating a whiskey uh to give it a specific flavor notes and the casks that you're using mm -hmm. so you know they, they got that leg up and I, that's just amazing i like it all right so if we're going to try the classic um or the elements which one which one should we which one should we start with Start with a classic. Start with a classic. Start with All a right. classic. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna divvy this up. <laughs> That's a Josh, you're grabbing one too, right? All right, very, very yeah, I've got it. I've got it. Oh, I need a glass. It's that. five o'clock somewhere. That's it. <laughs> it's five o'clock when you're watching this. <laughs> All right, where are we at? We want right. to go even Steven on these. <laughs> so as Jamie's pouring these, uh gentlemen. What are some, before we even nose it, what do you feel, what do you think we're going to be getting on the nose of the classic itself? I don't even want to smell it yet, but I want, I want you to tell me what we should be getting. Okay, so the classic is based on ex-bourbon cast, around 35% based on ex-bourbon cast that we source from Kelvin uh, Cooperage in America. Okay. Uh, that's when it's straight away... You, you feel the uh, the bourbon notes, the, the vanilla and caramel notes. I, I'm gonna sniff it now. I'm going right. there now. All right. So yeah, let's let's throw let's throw our noses into Ooh, this. Ooh. Okay. All right. Here we go. All the Ooh. you taste like this. Uh, both of the 46 ABV. I'm getting a bit of fruit on on that as well. No, for for my for my nose, I'm getting a little bit of a fruit out, out of it. I was getting yeah, I was getting the the florals, the yeah. the the um like a not not like a honey, but no. like a, a floral type. I wanted to say honey just because it's in milk and honey, it's in my brain, but <laughs> it's like a, a kind of nectar, right? Almost mm -hmm. like a flowery nectary. Yeah, yeah. Is what it's what a sweet, it's a sweet probably that I'm getting out. Uh, yeah, it's not fruit. it's not like you know because we're drinking the the American whiskeys that we normally drink. It's a it's a lot of heavy on the caramel a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting that kind of sweet. I'm getting more of a nectary kind of. Mm. 
sweetness. I'm not getting a lot of ethanol on the nose. Either. No, 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 no. It's, it's not Bernie no. uh, as far as that goes. And it's 46. These are coming in at 46 percent, right? Yeah, the sugar, 92 proof. The classic is yes. Because this is non-chill filter, so this is the minimum we can get uh, without chilling. Oh, okay. So non-chilled filter. Non-chilled filter. Nice. Um, you have to understand that what Thomas said about monitoring every cask, um, if the, the Scots are saying that their casks are sleeping, our casks are working all the time. And <laughs> you, we, we need to monitor them because because of the heat and the angel share, um, every, every month that goes by, the, the liquid can change and the whiskey can change. So this is why we need to monitor it very, very thoroughly. I gotta tell you, I I I I dove in. Yeah, I took a sip. Yeah, yeah. It is rusting so nicely. There, there's a little bit of heat, just a tad bit, mm -hmm. and, but it's just rusting on the back of my palate so nicely. Yeah, it's, it's got a little woody feel to it. Yeah, but I'm getting that vanilla uh, at the same time. But it's just it's just nice, a little peppery. Okay, you know, for me. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you some suggestions. I always here. wait. I always wait till my second <laughs> sip. I took my first sip. I always wait till my second sip. Mm. And uh, yeah, that nectar that that yeah. is is is. I, I can feel the flower. I don't know yeah. what flower it is, but it, it, I get the floral in the taste. Mm -hmm. Um, and the 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 vanilla and honey is in there. Yeah. Um, sweetness. I like and that. I like, I like the oak. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a good amount uh, of oak in there. Yeah. So guys, how long is this, uh, working in the casks for you when you have these, how long, how long has this uh, been working in the cast? Well, this is, uh, an age of uh, almost four years old, technically three years old. Okay. Three. So uh, does, it, does it sit in the barrels for three years? Yeah. Then? yeah. Three, three years. Okay. All right. Try to detect the texture, the mouthfeel. It's it's like an oily, uh, oily scent, oily um, uh, texture mm -hmm. comes from uh, the very high and short cut we're doing. Right. First of all, uh, the heart of the steel. Right. Uh, it's very very high, very short. We cut between eighty and seventy percent alcohol. That means it's an average of seventy three percent when it goes out. Just the heart. Mm -hmm. And the line arm of the of the steels are forty five degrees, so no reflux, and it just goes there and gets it to be oily, uh, floral, uh, fruity notes. And we need this oily, and we need this thick texture in the new make, because as we said, our casks are working. It needs mm -hmm. to fight the cask in this kind of climate. It's not something you you leave alone for 10, 10 years. Ten right. years in the Middle East, it's like fifty years in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> so, you don't want the wood to over to overcome the, all the other taste, all the other flavors of the new mix. So uh, I, I'm realizing why it sat on my palate so nicely. Yeah, it's because of the legs. It's just, just it's just it's just sticking, sticking to the side <laughs> of the glass. Yeah. I mean the legs. I was like, oh, it doesn't have legs, and I'm like, oh wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I, I was like yeah it's not really showing me much legs and i'm like no no wait a second yeah, oh they're there it's coated <laughs> it is it is really just sticking to the yeah. the but it's not it it's not 
I mean, it is hanging out in my mouth, yeah. but it, it's not. It's not. It, it's a, It's not like sticky or no it's, stuck. It's. It's. Ah, uh, yeah. It di- it dissipates really nicely, mm-hmm. you know. And then you you want to go back for more, right? Because you want that same experience all over again, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. On one side, it's really, really drinkable and easy drinking. On the other side, it's it got body and uh, it is there. You feel it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And this is the the single malt whiskey, you know. And, and you know, a lot of folks, you know, over the years, they've talked about whiskey. You know, the whiskey itself, the you know, the single malt, what have you. This is one of the, actually, for me personally, one of the better single malt whiskeys that I've ever had in my in my short lifespan yeah yeah you know is this getting peaty to me is it as of the oak is the wood is it almost almost a peat i'm not getting that at all no no it's just the no, i guess it's getting a little woodier um with the supposed to be any peaty, so if it is tell me maybe <laughs> no, it, 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 it be the, my i clean these glasses i swear <laughs> Um, oh, it's a PD is maybe the wrong word. It's getting a little woodier. Okay. Um, it's I'm getting a little bit more of the oak as as it sits hmm. uh, for me. Uh, one thing that I really like about uh, sipping 46 ABV whiskey is that it changes during the time uh, from sip to sip. It changes and you feel other other flavors. You feel uh, other taste in your in your mouth. And uh, I think the wood just just now we feel it. I think that a part of the uh, wood combination here, so we said it mostly ex bourbon, but we have some STR casks. Uh, STR, red, wine, red wine casks? It's red wine, but it's STR casks. STR is shaved, toasted, and recharred. Okay. Oh, okay. And, Thank you for that. And it's, uh, it's a technique that was developed by uh, Dr. Jim Swan. It was our consultant and our first uh, uh, master distiller uh, alongside with Tomer. And Dr. Jim Swan was a Scotsman and he was. Actually, um, he was famous with, with his um, working in with distilleries in hot climate like ours, um, hot and humid climate to distill and, of course, to age whiskey in this kind of climate. And those tasks were originally developed by him for uh, his first project, Kavalan. And uh, so this kind of cask were uh, in Solist uh, series in Kavalan, and we have uh, the same seasoning. And when you, if you get some smokiness and spiciness, maybe earthiness, but not pity. It comes from the, uh, from this one, from the STR. Just think about so hot that if uh, the liquid spreads when it's very hot and goes into the cask, into the wood, because it's like a crocodile skin inside and observes lots of extract, lots of uh, uh, tannins and spiciness from the wood itself. Yeah. Wow. So I got, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the mad scientist here. Cause I got my, <laughs> I got my little fancy pants, uh, eyedropper and I'm going to add a drop of water, uh, a couple drops of water okay. to this to see open, what it does. Open that up a little bit. Maybe? To it. Yeah. So there you go. I don't know if you want to try it too. There's a, I'll, I'll let you uh, dive in because right. I really enjoy it. The, uh, neat, uh, thus far. Yeah. yeah. I just, it just, yeah. Just like, yeah, I'm enamored, uh, with the, 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 I'm getting the honey now. Yeah. Now that I'm now that it's on my palate and I'm mm-hmm. sniffing it again, gotcha. I'm getting a little bit of the of the honey in there. So, uh, uh, Tal Tomer, tell me a little bit about because you guys are the first Israeli distillery in the city of uh, of Israel, right? 
or first of Israel. Are are you starting to see other distilleries starting to crop up a little bit, trying to recreate and copy maybe what you guys are doing, or are you guys uh, doing pretty well in that regard? I wouldn't say recreate or copy. There are uh, three more distilleries right now, and we are happy about every distillery that uh, opens and uh, joins the. The journey of Israeli whiskey, as long as it's doing a good job and making a good product. Right, 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 right. Okay. You know, I, because, you know, because you guys started in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Uh, we started in 2012. 2012, okay. The first installation took place in the end of 2014. Okay. And then uh, what, what does look like, what does coming into the States look like for you guys? You know, what, what does that, what does that feel like thus far? Well, I got what, to, to be the first or uh, with other distillers around? No, actually to be, you know, you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, to, so who is your, who's yeah. your, who's your target audience? And then uh, the, the move into marketing to the States, how's that going for you? So, so first of all, here in, in Israel, we are the first and the biggest. So the rest are not, not, uh, as I said, they're not copying. Uh, one is doing pitted, one, only pitted, the other one is doing, uh, you know, small batches. So it's, it's great. We, we all know each other, you know, and it's, uh, but we're the only one here in the city uh, of Tel Aviv. All the rest are uh, spread around the country. Got um, it. All the rest, two or three. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, uh, most of our products are uh, exported uh, at the moment. I think uh, we have around almost 20, 20 markets outside Israel. Okay. And, and of course, our target market is first of all whiskey geeks, whiskey lovers. Um, I think um, connoisseurs and, and, and whiskey enthusiasts, because I think the the craft world is is booming and and it's growing and and I think it's great. So if you if you have a, a nice drum of whiskey, you don't you don't care if it comes from from Scotland or it comes from Sweden or Wales or or Israel. And I think that. The good thing about a craft distillery is you can see the person behind behind the bottle. You can see the person that actually uh, made it. And there's another thing that it's the thinking outside the box and the innovative uh, corner of this. It's it's crazy and and we really like it. I used to work for Diageo and I think for them uh, to get just a new cask or something or just a try, you need 50 people to sign. Right. And here is just a, a coffee talk in the morning or a little, little coffee with, with some extract of a little grappa inside or something like that. But right. a little coffee talk in the morning. And uh, I thought about the cask and Domer said, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's and, yeah, do it. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. and then we're going to hope it's going to be nice. And I think uh, most of our ideas are, uh, I know, we're lucky. It's, it's nice. It's, uh, we, like the, we like the products. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> that, is, that, is awesome. <laughs> that is great. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> yeah. So we have uh, we have the sherry uh, to taste the elements the, with the sherry finish. We have that one to uh, give a try yeah, as well. That. So what should we be expecting Sorry. as we uh, head into sure. the uh, sherry cask finish? Well, uh, so I told you about the sherry project. Okay. Uh, the sherry, now don't. When, when you say sherry whiskey, most of the people, most of the whiskey geeks will think about sherry bomb or uh, heavenly sherry whiskeys. Right. And here, here with the element series, what we try to achieve is balance between the basic barrels 
which is experiment in SDR, mm-hmm. and then just adding a layer of another type of cast. So the first one in the element series is the sherry that you are dating. It's the first one that reached America. Yeah. Okay. And uh, around 50% of the of the cast content in this uh, this whiskey are sherry casks. Mm-hmm. Part of them are PX sherry and part of them are Oloroso sherry. In two sizes of casks, we have 500 liters of sherry pots and hogsheads 250 liters. So everyone acts different. So mm-hmm. you do feel of course, the sherry influence inside this whiskey, you feel the the red fruits, you feel the the spiciness in finish, you feel the dark chocolate. Don't help them. Ah, uh, yeah, right. no, I, I, I'm a. Uh... Yeah, I just I, I was just reading that the the elements the sherry yeah. is the first ever single malt whiskey that's matured in kosher sherry cask. Kosher, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. that, that I, I saw that on here. I'm like kosher. I'm like that's 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 interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kosher. Um, but yeah, that that's important. It, it is. Guys, guys, you have to understand. Uh, we're from Tel Aviv. Yeah, for us, it's not the first thing we get up in the morning and think about, but. <laughs> Um, it's not very hard to make a kosher whiskey. You just right. make a whiskey. The only problem is when you, you're using uh, wine casks and sherry is a wine. So we just not don't, don't work on uh, Jewish holidays on, on weekends. But when we're using wine casks, uh, we have an element uh, whiskey that is Israeli red wine casks. Mm-hmm. And most of the, uh, of the wineries here are kosher, so it's not a problem. But the, the kosher sherry is a problem because... I think that uh, every old lady that dies, there's an, uh, one less uh, sherry consumer in the world. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that, uh, so what we did, as Tomer said before, is the whole project with the rabbi, a Spanish rabbi from Barcelona, I think, mm-hmm. made the kosher wine with the guys in the bodega and then to the cooperage, and we monitored the whole thing. So we got uh, we got a very good wine, a very, very good uh, sherry casks, sherry mm-hmm. season casks, uh, so we we know who made the wine, who made the cast. We got to travel twice a year to yeah, to Paris, which is great, and uh, we not wash yeah. So, yeah, no, get, ahead, getting on this on the sherry here on this on the elements uh, within the sherry cast finish uh, on the nose. What I'm getting, I I, I want to say like a, a deep red grape, yeah, or a, a not, but not grapey, but the the. The just you, you smell a color. Yeah, I don't know what fruit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what fruit it is. And I, I, the the thing says red fruit, and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to narrow it down as to which red fruit. And and again, Matt and I, to you know, full disclosure, as we're 30 minutes in, um, you know, we're not super experts, right? The reason so that far we, from the reason that we do this is because we like to learn. We like to talk to people who are, are passionate about it. And are knowledgeable about, about it and, mm-hmm. and can teach us. And so, you know, people go, oh, boot leather and pencil shavings. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't my palate isn't that refined, you know, so I'm I'm struggling to figure out what which fruit it is. Mm-hmm. But it's decidedly different than the classic. Yes, it, it, it's, yes. It's, it's 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 different from the classic. It's It's got a different uh, feature altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and dark, gra- dark raisins. Yeah. OK. Okay. Oh, yeah, there you are. Wood polish. 
<laughs> now you're now you're now you're just now you're just screwing with me, man. Yeah, I'm trying to. and he's baiting me. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, wood polish. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not falling for that. No. Uh, I could see actually, um, because I I have these little the the little pomegranate covered in chocolate yeah, little candies yeah, and I'll, yeah. you'll get like five six of them and I'll, when I'm having a whiskey I'll have some of those dark chocolate little candies yeah um it's it's I love those with these and it's uh, I think the, the 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 chocolate a chocolate a couple of those fine little chocolates would could go really nice with this what were you getting on the on the taste there Matt I, I'm really enjoying the the well one it's got a sweetness to it because mm-hmm. I the, the, I'm not a big sherry drinker uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I'm not used to drinking it. So my palate is still trying to figure it out. But I am I'm getting that 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 feel of fruit out of it. Right. Right. And I and there's just something else that's there. I can't quite put my tongue on um, it, it, it. But it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is a great way to start off a Sunday. I'm just yeah. going to say no, these, the, the sherry, the sherry notes are are are. Um, not overly abundant, but they're abundant yeah. in here. And the legs on this one again, uh, really strong legs, just really coating the glass. Yeah, and and really just uh, just sticking in there on the glass and, yeah. and and allowing it to not linger too bad in a, in a bad way, but it is it's lingering nicely right. in in the mouth. It's, as just, well. it's got such a fruit feel to it, so rich in that yeah. in, in that dark fruit. Yeah, Actually, I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think you need to to add any water to this one. Mm-mm. It is forty six percent, but it's so gentle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a nice, nice cognac or something like that because it's so fruity. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of American whiskeys that do the sherry cask finish, okay. um, and th- this is uh, you know not far afield from those. It's it's you know it's it's it, I would stand it up against any of them, right? Um, you know, I, yeah, I would stand this up against any of them. I'm a, I almost want to throw a cigar in my right uh, hand, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> that little dark chocolate, a little the dark cigar. chocolate in the cigar. That yeah. would be that would be that would be nice. Do you Actually, guys do cigars at all? Would you pair this one with a cigar? I think it's, it's going to go great with the cigar, but it, you talked about dark chocolate, and yeah. in the finish you have some dark chocolate. Uh, uh, with the sherry cask, yeah, with the yeah. Uh, with the elements, yeah, yeah. That's why you know get that that's that dark chocolate feel of a cigar and the tasty notes of a cigar mixed with yeah. uh, paired with this. Man, I that that would just be. <laughs> you'd be in the land of milk and honey. I don't know yeah. how else to say it. Yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> but, the name. It it, it yeah. Uh, it feels like. It, it's like just on the edge of being creamy, right? So that dark chocolate and that flavor is mm-hmm. just on the edge of being a, a creamy finish. Yeah, uh, it's it's lingering in there like that. So I think awesome. if, you, if you if you swirl it again and just don't add water, but let it uh, let it air for a second, you get some like black tea notes, and this is something that probably gets you uh, want to light a cigar because it's uh, it's in the same family of of scents. Okay. I just uh, swirled it around. I'm going to let it air for a moment. So as yeah, as I swirled it, um, and now a nose, and after it's on my palate, mm-hmm. um, I'm getting a little bit of the, the, the caramel and the sweetness yeah. in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oakiness. Oh, this is fun. Yeah. This is fun, fellas. Thanks for uh, for sharing uh, your your amazing uh, product, yeah, uh, the amazing whiskey with us and uh, sending us a few samples so we can actually experience it with you uh the creators of and uh, yeah. just you know beans that you're seven hours ahead what what does the future look like right now 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey there, future boy. <laughs> but uh, so uh, we'll brought Josh back up. We're going to ask Josh uh, real quick about uh, availability in the states, right? Josh, would you have those answers as to where, when, why, and how people stateside can uh, get their mitts on this? Yeah, sure. So the two whiskeys you've tasted, the classic and the sherry, which I've got the sherry in my glass. I had to pour a double measure just because <laughs> this is my favorite milk and honey. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two whiskeys plus the Levantine gin are available in many states, not all, but but many. It kind of takes a while to to really get these products into more and more states and of course we're living in the end times so things just take you know <laughs> longer um as, as far as michigan goes because you guys are based in michigan if i'm not mistaken yep. right right yep. yes so you've got both the mnh classic and the levantine gin which i don't think you guys have talked about the levantine gin i don't no. think we sent you a sample Oh. Um, it's, it's worth hearing about because it is that, that has become our house gin. Anyway, those two products, classic <laughs> and the Levantine gin are in Michigan and the M and H elements sherry, the one we're all sipping on right now mm-hmm. should come to Michigan. I, I want to say sometime around November or so we, we sold out oh, al- wow. almost as, almost as quick as it hit our warehouse. Mm-hmm. We sold out of it. So we, we placed a, a much larger order this time. And as soon as we get it into our warehouse, we're, we're working on getting it into Michigan. So you guys okay. can pick it up. All right. So people are looking for that uh, gold label. I just threw an image up there. Um, it's sexy looking bottles. Good uh, packaging is, is pretty cool. I love the logo, the the bee in the bowl there. The yeah. Milk the honey. Yeah. Milk and the honey. That's <laughs> uh, good looking stuff, fellas. Right, right on. So, uh, it, the is there a website? And uh, you guys, you're talking you, Tal and Tomer. You guys were talking about you had you were recording some uh, virtual tours for upcoming virtual uh, expos that are be going on. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think that yeah, because um, actually we have a visitor center. So, but uh, I think we missed on. Six to seven uh, international shows around Europe uh, because of uh, it's the land of milk and honey and COVID right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all, all the rest of uh, we're going into another lockdown. Uh, we do guess so. And um, yeah, we just so- uh, started to launch our uh, our uh, range of whiskeys at the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. and then COVID uh, began <laughs> to stop it. And it's not like, uh, you know, I can take a train somewhere. It's, we're like a little island here. Um, right. We have a beach and you don't want to switch with our neighbors. Uh, but anyway, I think that, uh, it's not only the sherry that you tasted. The rest of the Element series, which is the pitted uh, version and right. the Israeli wine, which is amazing. We, we both don't like very whiny whiskeys, but uh, because we don't like it, <laughs> I think it's uh, the, the resolution was, was amazing. And... So those three with the, with the, some more of the, uh, the sherry is, I think, leaving uh, Israel on the way to the States in about a week and, and some more. Uh, we talked about a little bit of our, in, our innovation. So there is, I don't know, oh. oh, wow. the, the future uh, series, which is not exactly a series, it's small batches and single casks of uh, the crazy 
morning coffee talks between us, um, Tomer's crazy ideas and all kind of pomegranate wine casks, kosher cognac finish, IPA, whatever. The apex yeah. of the morning coffee. The apex of the morning coffee, yeah. <laughs> it's all going to be a bottle that uh, cask strength. Uh, the first one we just bottled was a, a Chardonnay from a winery in the mountain of Jerusalem, Chardonnay casks. And it was in 62.3 or something like that, but it's an amazing drum. Um, we're gonna learn, we're gonna bottle one of those, I think, three, four times a year. And I guess uh, one of the first ones is gonna be America. So we have, I think, we can have a drum and we have, uh, we have uh, things to look for. Excellent. Yeah. So when we're allowed to come to see you <laughs> when the borders yeah. open back up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, then you know, this is a destination that that folks want to go and check out when they're in Tel Aviv itself, right? So you guys do tours, live tours and such like that. Are you ramping that back up as well? Or has that ever stopped? No, yeah, no, we actually even even right now you have a tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere there. Um, <laughs> You're waving. And I love it. <laughs> in Tomer's lab. So, yeah, we're just looking. We have guys. a window. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, and we have a visitor center. Uh, Pre-COVID times, it was something around uh, 12,000 uh, people a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of tourists. Tel Aviv is a very, you know, it's very liberal city, very happening city. Uh, all, you know, food scene is amazing here because yeah. we're all and uh, you probably heard about the Israeli cuisine is even uh, booming in America right now. What am uh, I? Uh, there, there's a show on Netflix right now called Somebody Feed Phil, and he oh, actually yeah. goes to Tel Aviv, and he and he he so enjoyed his time there. It's uh, one of my favorite. Netflix, my wife and I we watched the entire all three courses. I think they've had three courses so okay. far, but uh, yeah, he had such a blast, and you know the food scene there in Tel Aviv is just incredible. It's on the bucket list. It's, yeah, uh, Israel's on the on the list uh, of, of things that uh, I, I do want to do. So. Yeah, we'll be knocking on your door before you know it, gentlemen. so thank you so much for uh uh, finding the time to connect we we really do appreciate it and then uh facebook and instagram you guys can uh, follow along there and their website uh mh-distillery.com uh can people order uh like these smaller batches and these these can they order directly from you when you do these like specialties where can people because that's not i mean they're small so uh small batches so how are people getting their hands on those mm-hmm. no it's going to be through impex uh through joshua um we're going to have a lot for america uh believe me but if you if you try to send something to america it's you know right <laughs> 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 Yeah, Josh. So these smaller expressions—is there—is there a plan for getting these smaller expressions into the hands of? Because there's a lot of whiskey fans in the states. Yeah. Yeah. So small batches will go straight to the U.S. I'm just just holding um, a single cask that was bottled for uh, exclusively for Impacts, which is a a, a very light charred STR, uh, a single cask, which was crazy we just did some blind tasting it was one of the best uh we had the color the color on that is amazing yeah very y'all gosh yeah we're 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 really excited about that that single cast coming in so whether it's the milk and honey core products or the single cask 
or the Element series or the Apex series that they series that they were talking about, uh, you could do a few things. If anybody wants to know how they can find it in their fair state, they can email us, and that's mm -hmm. office at impexbev.com, I-M-P-E-X-B-E-V.com. And we we make it a point to answer those emails every day. And awesome. I spend quite a lot of money, uh, quite, sorry, quite a lot of time <laughs> responding to those. Um, name right now, isn't it? Freudian <laughs> slip. Um, but then there's also, if you go to the Impex Bev website, there's a link that shows you uh, who our distributors are given whatever state you happen to be in. So if you're in Michigan, you click on Michigan, it tells you our broker is Benchmark. You could reach out to Benchmark and they would be able to point you to the shop uh, where you can find one of their, you know, milk and honey whiskeys or gin. Thank Perfect. you for that. Perfect. Thank you. So, um, yeah, sure. definitely. So we'll put links to uh, all those emails and uh, the websites in Please, the description, yeah, yeah. And, and we'll tag it on the video as well so people can uh, get connected to it. And uh, Tal, Tomer, anything else that we didn't cover that uh, we should be talking about? Is there anything we didn't uh, mention? Uh, yeah, there's two things, but very shortly. So one of them is, uh, like Joshua said, about the Levantine gin. Yes, please. Oh, we're saving that for a second show. You guys need to send us a bottle of gin, and we're going to get you back on the line and talk about the the gin. All right, no, no, but seriously, tell us tell us about the gin. Tell us about the gin. Um, so I think, uh, like, unlike most of the distilleries, we don't buy spirits. So we're actually doing uh, the the gin from the same new make. It's it's a second. It's a uh, double distillation of malted barley before it. So it's a single malt gin. Uh, and then we soak the herbs and botanicals for 48 hours and then distill it again in a very small batch. But the thing with the botanicals is, of course, we have juniper, but the rest of them are local. And we talked a little bit about the, the Israeli cuisines, the spiciness and the full of flavors. Mm -hmm. And this gin is, is like the Israeli cuisine. You have uh, black pepper inside and, of course, uh, lemon peels and oranges, you know, we're from Jaffa, Tel Aviv and Jaffa, so orange, wow. oranges are from, from here. And, uh, and zata. Zata is something that is very common here. It's a wild herb, uh, very, very spicy, wild oregano that grows wild here on the mountains of Jerusalem and the Upper Galilee. And we use it fresh. And uh, it, it's great. It's, it's a thick gin. It's a full-body gin, but very spicy and very nice. So we just, because we, we took some... Uh, um, uh, films today, and uh, we had some little clips, so we had two martinis in the morning. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You know what we'll do? I do. I, I do want to try the gin. So we're going to hit up Josh, and we're going to have him send us some samples of the gin if he'll yeah. be that kind. Uh, we got a couple bartenders that we call on. Uh, on your website, I noticed you have some uh, really unique recipes. Mm. Uh, some very interesting. So if you do, if you go to the uh, mh-distillery.com website, there are some, and they're very unique. Uh, the recipes that are on there, um, not not your typical not your typical ingredients in, in the recipes. It looks like they're attainable here yeah. in the states, but uh, it, you you have some nice expressions uh, of different cocktails on there. I wanted to compliment you uh, on that, but I would like to pull our bartender in mm -hmm. uh, and get some of this gin and try a couple of those cocktails with you guys. If we could circle back in, in a while 
uh, and talk about the gin. And then if uh, something else pops, you got some if uh, uh, Tomer goes crazy in the, in the lab there and comes up with some new stuff. We'd love to hear about what's going on. The cocktail names themselves, Jamie, you know, if you uh, on the website, it's under our products and then the cocktails. Yeah. You're talking about the Mediterranean julep. Yeah. You got Sergeant Pepper. You got uh, <laughs> yeah. heard it through the grapevine. You know, right, right. it's some great throwbacks there. Yep. So. <laughs> All right, what do you got there? The last thing before we say goodbye is this one. Yeah. Which is uh, the first Apex actually we're going to launch, and it's going to go uh, mostly to uh, you guys, to America. And this one is um, is a pomegranate wine cask. Um, I think that the first place in the world that uh, pomegranates were cultivated was here in the Middle East. And we have a lot of pomegranates around in Israel. We have our own varieties. And... We eat a lot of pomegranates as salads and juice, and even in the uh, Jewish New Year's, it's a custom to, to eat a lot of uh, uh, pomegranate seeds. And of course, we have a winery in the upper Galilee, in the northern part of Israel, which makes wines out of pomegranates. And they have like port-style fortified sweet wines and even dry wines. And I think it's it's great. We just taken their casks, and it was a very nice. It came from a marketing idea, but we really liked the. Uh, um, the the result, and I think every time that we're doing some some tasting, virtual tasting, or even London whiskey show, Paris whiskey live, people are asking us for the pomegranate wine cast. So we just bottled it. We're waiting for the labels, and the first market it's going to hit is going to be the US. Oh, beautiful! All right, so thanks for that, Josh. That's a, add that to our wish list as well, please. <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen, once again. Uh, thanks so much time uh, so, so much for taking the time and, and connecting with us here uh we really we really appreciate it uh, i feel like i learned a few things today i, I learned so much on a, for for a day like today i learned so much more than i thought i would and gentlemen your knowledge is why we do this since so, the man cave happy hour it's all about learning yeah, and it's all about sharing your knowledge with everybody so, so thank you for being with us thanks and uh yeah you guys take care all right Cheers. 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 Cheers.